All right, y'all, what's going on? This is uh, Aaron Sinner here with my brother and business partner, Kevin Jenkins Jr., bringing y'all another uh, episode of the Power Leadership Movement podcast. Kevin, can you tell the people uh, about power? Yes, as always, it's a, it's a wonder and an honor to be here um, as we are positive orators working to engineer effective results. And, you know, each week we want to bring you, you know, some speaking topics to make you think um, drop some knowledge on you, but also create a conversation and a dialogue, you know, with us, you know, and amongst the people within your immediate circle to help build, you know, leadership skills so we can build these communities uh, one by one that will have an impact on the world. So, you know, last week we got into, you know, an interesting topic over, you know, some of the, the commitment and how committed people are to being leaders um, when they have to, you know, look death in the face. And it was ironic that, you know, we brought up, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and leaders that were, you know, basically assassinated for their words. And they stood on those words. Um, and then to see one of, you know, Martin Luther King's, you know, partners at that time end up passing away, um, you know, at that following weekend after we we recorded. And it just shows that, you know, that path, that legacy a lot of times things are aligned and, you know, that conversation was meant to happen um, because, you know, to a lot of times you see, you know, in the in the pictures and in the, the walks and then the marches, you know, you see them hand in hand uh, with Dr. King. So, yep. you know, for this week, so that was, you know, just a, you know, a brief um, summary of what we spoke on last week. But this week, what we want to talk about more so is, you know, the challenge of, you know, changing the mindset of individuals that either you speak to, that you're trying to lead, or that you just present new ideas to. Um, and we see that, you know, a lot of individuals have gotten caught up so much in being consumers of information, products, and things, and not truly understanding why. And then when you start to challenge the why they're doing certain things, it's almost impossible for them to make the proper adjustment. And, you know, that becomes a unique dilemma to someone that is trying to lead them to a different path because you almost, you know, have to fight them from their old selves and recreate a new self in order to properly lead them down, you know, a path of, you know, prosperity. Yeah, it's um, we live in a time of extremism in which people are, are on one side or the other. And it proves to be extremely difficult to have those type of interactions that can change the mind, not just change the mind for um, just for the sake of self, you know, but, but for the sake of really their own personal betterment. How can you how can we as leaders be the people? people that, that learn how to walk in between the black and the white of society, uh, the right and the wrong of society, and, and learn how to exist within the gray moments. There's so many gray moments that pop up in our lives, and, and we have to learn how to sort of be the bridge between the two. Yeah. Um, and, and it's a challenge. It's a challenge because I think, for, for me personally, Kevin, I think when, when it comes to um, trying to change the mind, you have to be really firm in your convictions 
really firm in your walk, really firm in what you believe in, but you almost have to also be led by your heart to force people. If you have a, a, a sort of a, a personality of forcing people to change their mind, they're going to reject it because they feel forced. Yes. A changed mind has to almost be organic. It, it, it has to be organic in nature, has to be natural, has to be, it sounds corny and hippie-like, but led by love. Um, mm-hmm. Because if not, people are so used to consuming hate and division, they'll reject the very thing you're trying to throw out. Right. And, and that's the, the funny part is that it's so much easier to continue to spew you know, what's common, you know, people are comfortable with, you know, consuming, you know, the, um, the, the, the individual, um, the, the non-intellectual content, you know, if there's a, a funny meme or something like that, that's going on, you know, on one of the social media platforms, you know, that'll get, you know, millions of views like right away, you know, if they showing, you know, celebrity fights or if it's an argument, Things like that, you know, people will share it and, you know, they'll want to talk about it right away. And you can have a text log conversation of 50, 60, 70 messages exchanged in a group chat over something that has like zero substance. Yeah. But as soon as you bring something to the table that's thought provoking, something that, you know, challenges, you know, the common way of thinking, then there's silence. Like you may get one or two, you know, feeds back. Or, you know, somebody might, instead of chatting you in their whole group chat, they'll just send you a message directly. Like, hey, yeah, I like that. But they're not going to put it on the, the public platform so everybody can see that that's what you're, you're talking about. And, you know, the funny thing is the things that, you know, cause the greatest harm to us are the things that we continue to consume, you know, without questioning. And I know this is a, a general statement, but this is something that the masses really have to understand. And this is where, as a leader, um, it's, it's a, a tough battle because when you look at someone that, you know, like a dietitian, they can tell you the proper things to eat. And they can say that these things that you're eating right now are causing harm to you and you should stop eating them. Right. And, some people, they'll take that information, take that knowledge, they'll apply it, they'll change their eating habits, they may change their exercise habits, and they'll see a change in their life. And, you know, that's something that, you know, is tangible, you can put it in front of them, and they can see the result. But when you start to challenge how a person thinks, the, the walls go up. Yeah. Because now you're not only offending me and where I'm at in my current state, what you're doing now is you're offending the people that have taught me the things that I now, you know, stand on and that I now believe in. And, you know, it's a tough, a tough situation to look back and say, you know what, you know, grandma was wrong. You know, uncle such and such was wrong. You know, pop such and such was wrong. You know, auntie such and such was wrong. And the information that they had, they did the best with the information that they could do with it. 
Yep. But now we're in a time where, you know, we need to understand why things are happening. And, you know, we're at a time where a lot of the information that we've been given, you know, is false or it's been misguided. Yeah. Because, you know, how we have consumed that information has been part of a plan to keep you away from living in prosperity to keep you away from being a free thinker and from keeping you away from, you know, being able to influence others. Yeah. And it's put you into a mode of being content. And I know you and I were speaking, you know, a little earlier and, you know, we were talking about how most people have just become comfortable with being uncomfortable. And they've, they've become comfortable with the struggle. Like, you know, that's part of the plan. Like, yeah, I'm going to have to struggle because this is the way it is. We're, we're conditioned. It, it is, in this society, we are conditioned to struggle. And, and I think, you know, I, I look at it as, you know, from a society, whether it be uh, American society, Western society, in which we grow up understanding that there are the haves and the have-nots. Right. And a lot of people that's conditioning your mind just assume, you know what, I'm just part of the have nots. I'm just, every day has to be a struggle. And I think even with minority groups, this may be a bit controversial, but I think with minority groups, sometimes um, we feel as if there, there's a glory in the struggle because mm-hmm. it's so conditioned into our minds that, that we have to work so hard. We've had to work so hard for so much throughout our history. It's familiar. So it's, it's familiar. The, the struggle is, is familiar and, and things that come easy shouldn't be trusted, but things that, that come hard, there should be glory with. Yeah. And, and, you know, when it comes to changing the mind, when it comes to changing perceptions, when it comes to just bringing an inspiring change, I think you almost have to have two things. You have to, one, you have to dare to be different. You have to you have to want to be different and walk in a different path than what was probably set before you. Mm-hmm. You have to want to be a trailblazer. You have to want to sort of um, to say something that may go against the masses, that may go against the group text, that may go against. Um, you, you almost have to be the standard. Yeah. And and then and then I think you know part two of that is that you have to dare to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. You can you can you can have some great ideas of change. You can have you can have the most wonderful dots of change, and and and, and you could talk someone to talk to someone about changing their mind and changing their way of thinking. But they're observing your movements. They're observing your your behaviors. They're observing your uh, your steps. And if you're the person that can that can and bring someone to the point of change, but you lack discipline. They're going to see you lacking discipline to to uh, create change, to, to actually walk in the change yourself, and they're not going to believe that you're really about what you talk about. Right. Yeah, and you almost fall off. Put that extra pressure on yourself, um, trying to lead, because you know, to the point that you're making, you know, someone can have you know a quote unquote ignorant moment and get into a violent confrontation with someone, you know, over words, you know, if it's road rage or things like that. And, you know, that act right away can be forgiven. It's like, you know, I had an emotional moment, you know, I got caught up and this is what I did. 
However, when you step into the light where you want to lead individuals, you almost can't have an off day because yeah. now that scope is on you because it's like, okay, what are you going to do wrong? Because now you're, you're talking all this positive stuff. So, or you're talking all this leadership development stuff. So, okay, what, what's going on in, in your household? Or, you know, what do you do when, you know, someone cuts you off in traffic? Or, you know, what do you do when things don't go your way? How do you react? And you have to stay consistent because now you're being tested on a daily basis. Whereas how are you going to react to these things? And your consistency in your message becomes, you know, your ammunition. Because if you allow those naysayers, those, you know, that will continually question what you're trying to accomplish, those are the ones that will question anyone. You can give them, you know, gold, a million dollars. You know, I would say gold, give them gold before 1972. Yeah. And, um... (laughs) You know, those that don't know what that is, do a little research and you'll figure out what, what, you know, gold in 1972 prior to that value and then what it is now. But, um, you know, you can you can give them those type of things, yet they're still going to have something to complain about. Whereas, you know, once you find the mind of someone who wants to be led, they can take, you know, the words that you write, the words that you speak to them, and they can use that and they can use that as daily motivation because, you know, all you're doing is is giving a little bit. Like I can't physically force someone to say, okay, I want you to change how you're thinking because changing how you're thinking will now change your scope on life. And once you change your scope on life, you can now go from, you know, maintaining, which, you know, a lot of people you know, they'll use that in, in certain areas. Say, like, yo, how you doing today? What's good? I'm, I'm maintaining. Yeah. Because maintaining, that's all you're doing. All you're doing is living through the day to get to the next day. There's no plan. There's, there's no future. There's no prospect of prosperity. There's just maintaining so that you can get by. Just surviving. And that's it. But you challenge that thought of survival and you're like, yo, if you can survive in some of the areas that you're surviving in, if you can survive the economic uh, economic hardship that you're currently in, if you can survive those things, you're probably a borderline genius and you just don't realize it. So now take that same mindset and turn it into something like, hey, if I can invest my time in building a business, if I can invest my time in setting up relationships or building relationships with people that can help me in specific situations. If I can invest my time in just reading, if I can invest my time in now, you know, we have audio books, we have a whole bunch of speeches and uh, that are, you know, free content, you know, podcasts. If I can invest my time in doing things like that, that can change the construct of how I think. Once you change how you think, you've now empowered yourself and you can start investing in, you know, your intellectual property. Yeah. And once you once you understand that, and once you start delving into the different things that you can do, you know, without, you know, necessarily saying, hey, I don't need to go get a raise at my job. Like there's things that I can do while still working that can take me out of working within, you know, a three to five year span or even less done the right way. 
And these are things that, you know, you can do and they're tangible. But the problem becomes that mindset is such a trap because you've been conditioned to conform to the circumstances that have been presented to you. And those that go outside of that box, you know, they're shunned on by those that's looking outside, but they're actually the ones that are controlling what's going on and dictating to the people that are stuck inside that mindset. Yeah, you know, it's, um, you know, I don't think that people, I think when it comes to people and leadership, there's such a mistrust of leadership in, in, in this country and just around mm-hmm. the world. Which leadership is, is often looked at as you're coming to take something from me or you're coming to look down upon me. Like there's, there's such a divide between people and leadership. And so mm-hmm. you almost have to walk according to your own sort of set standard of what a leader is. Yeah. You know, as a leader, one of the things that I do um, I don't lead from, from a perspective of perfection. Right. I lead from a perspective of being purposeful. Mm-hmm. I am, I am the leader that, that I will teach not only through observation, but conversation. I want people to see my humanity. I'm going to do some amazing things in this, in this lifetime. I'm also going to do some things that in which I completely screw up. But my ability to give grace to myself and extend grace to others, that's huge for me because it shows that, yo, I'm human like you and and we both have purpose and and we're both not perfect, but we both are on this path together. I don't think that people view leadership in that regard. I think people view leadership as as people that swear they have it all together. And I think leadership actually feeds into that. As if we have it all together, everything is fine. Mm-hmm. There's no crisis. Uh, there, there's no the, the temperatures level. Everything is everything is perfect. Right. When we know it's not. Yeah. And Leader, um, yeah. Yeah. It's just leaders and saviors two very different things. Completely different. One is a missionary mindset that we see a lot. The missionary mindset of I'm going down to save the people mm-hmm. without acknowledging what the people need, without acknowledging the people's presence, their culture, anything, anything of that nature. You're going down. Missionary mindset is that you, you're going down for your own self-satisfaction. Yep. And what we're needing is, is, is leaders to go in for the heart of the people. This leadership thing is not about likes. It's not about follows. It's not about um, how many times people retweet what you say or, or anything, anything of that nature. This leadership is, is about what can I do with the time that I have in the space that is given to me? How can I create positive impact in that space? Yeah. There's so many things you're going to do that won't get likes on Instagram or that won't get retweeted on Twitter, but it will still have it have even more of a lasting impact because what you do when you create that type of impact with people, it it, it creates your legacy and it lives on regardless of what you do. Yeah, and, and that's the whole the point of, of doing it. I mean, when you embrace your role as a leader, and you embrace the fact that what you're saying 100 percent is right, you know, not perfect, but like I'm one of you. And but because I am one of you and I do have, you know, some knowledge, 
I have gone through, you know, some experiences. Some things I've gone through may break some people. You know, they could have been the breaking points of a lot of people. So me being able to share these stories with you and, you know, give you a different twist on, you know, what you can do differently, you know, that may save a life. And, you know, in this whole path and this journey, if that's one life saved, like the life of the person that I saved might be that person to impact the world. So it may not be me. Like I may do this and, you know, we may put out a thousand episodes and, you know, only a couple of people listen a week. But, you know, one of those people may be that person that actually says, you know what, this power leadership movement, you know, some of the things that they say, um, you know, it, it resonates with me. And, you know, I think I want to go out there and I want to help lead the world. And that person could be the individual that, that changes the world. Man. And, and that's what it is. And that's what it really boils down to. And, you know, we're not trying to, you know, necessarily create, you know, a platform that, you know, make us and turn us into something that, you know, is beyond words that we can speak of. You know, we're, uh, I'm not going to say I'm a regular guy because I don't look at myself as a regular guy. Um, but, you know, I'm in a position where I am able to, to speak to many different, you know, types of people, types of demographics. And, you know, I want to continue to push this platform so that I can help others. But the main goal is to help springboard those that listen, those that follow, those that participate, you know, in our leadership development programs and springboard them into positions of power so that they can release, you know, the, the inner power in them. And with the consistency is how we're going to do it, despite yep. any criticism that comes our way. You know, it, it, it's what you just said, you know, you're not a regular guy. Let me, let me add on to that a little bit. You're not a regular guy. What you are is that you're a man with purpose. Excellent. That's what it is. You're a man with purpose. And, and, and that is not a regular guy. You know, I said earlier that it's important that we lead when we change, when, when, we, when we have the, um, the realm of influence to help change people's minds. When we have the, that sort of level of leadership to help change their minds. And I, I said that, you know, it's important to lead with love. And I know this sounds crazy. Like I said, it sounds corny. But it seems like oftentimes before you change someone's mind, you almost have to change their heart. There's a connection between the heart and the mind. I can't change your mind. I think oftentimes people try to change people's minds by throwing intellect at the mind. Yep. But really what you need to do, you need to throw love at the heart. Yep. That's, that's, that's the first step. Throwing some love at the heart. Because we, we live in a society in which, in which people throw facts. We're throwing facts back and forth and, and, and facts hit the mind. But when's the last time you hit someone's heart? When's the last time you, 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 you did something that was heartfelt? Mm -hmm. That's when that change occurs. That's when people see that you are, you're not like everyone else trying to bombard with facts and, 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 and all this. Which, and some of those facts are important. Yeah. But if I can't reach you on a heart level, if I can't reach you on a human level, if I can't reach and show someone that I care about them as a person, I'm going to lose them every time. Yeah. Leadership is is how can you help? How can you help change the heart? You change the heart, you change the mind. If you change the mind, you change the footsteps. If you change the footsteps, you create the movement. 
and it, and it's, but it, and it starts right. It starts in the heart. Yeah, because yeah, everybody has something to say, and you know, in, in essence, words are just words. Um, but you have to make sure you put something behind those words, and the consistency in getting them out, and you know, not taking offense, you know, not stopping your mission because of you know a disagreement, because of you know a stubborn learner. That's not what it is. That's the challenge. That's the beauty of it. Yep. When, you, when you can continue to teach, when you have someone to challenge you, challenge me in thought, you know, it, it's good to, to disagree because conflict creates the conversation. Yep. But don't let the conflict lead to an ignorant conversation. Build. And you should have conversations with those that have opposing opinions so that you can learn why that, those things are happening. And, and that's part of not conforming to what you've already had to been consumed, things yep. that have been force fed to you. Don't cons- don't don't conform to that. Um, open your mind, you know, listen to leaders, but challenge even what they say. Don't take my words of gold. You know, go do your own research. Remember the reference to gold earlier in this episode. If you listen, go check it out. And then we can create the dialogue there. Um, you know, check our, our IG page, you know, our Facebook page. Start the dialogue there. Um, we'll start a dialogue too this week uh, where we're talking about that. And it's just don't take our words as goal. Everything we're saying, you know, fact check what we're saying. And um, start the conversation with us. And, you know, we're not going to conform, but we're going to challenge you to be better people, better leaders. And, and you know, Aaron's words are perfect. Lead with love, um, because once we touch hearts, you know we're going to impact the world. We know it's going to happen. You know, you just need to be part of the movement. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we we're just going to keep 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 going. You know, like we said from the gardening reference that we made in earlier episodes. You know, we're gonna we're gonna work the field. We're gonna plant the seeds. We're gonna watch it grow, and then we're gonna teach you how to do it. Yep. Absolutely, man. This is uh, we live in a perfect time in which in which conflict creates opportunity and it creates the opportunity to change. And so if you're listening to this, uh, to this podcast episode, we know your leaders, we know that you are a leader at heart and whether you're leading your own personal life, whether you're leading your household, you're leading on the job, you're leading in the community, you're a leader. And so this week, you know, really look for opportunities to change the heart. And in changing the heart, you're going to change someone's mind. It doesn't have to be anything big, but maybe it can be. So look for those opportunities to make, you know, make someone's day different, make someone's life different, create a different path of positivity in the lives of someone else. And so, um, as always, you know, we appreciate y'all for listening to this podcast. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We want y'all to always be well.